usually the cycle is you go through this dry season and what's it do? It makes you up. dogs and fleas pull up a chair and sit on your knees trace atkins has a story to tell you that you are still learning about and so am i welcome to talk the walk my name is not trace atkins it's henry moses i'm jared moreland and i'm his brother one way or the other we are super happy to be here and we thank you for joining us wherever, wherever you, you may be, be. Welcome. Look, man, if I got this sick voice, I'm going to use it. You're playing injured today. I'm playing injured. <laughs> playing injured, y'all. I may be playing the voice just a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> Maybe dramatic, dramatizing it. Just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> Sounded bit. Sounded cool. You want to sound like Trace. Oh, I do want to. Yeah, so do I. Like, I sound somewhere in between a normal person and Trace Atkins, which is just... Not bad. Like, kind of just country hick or something. Oh yeah, I always loved it. In and of itself, that that deal where somebody didn't realize they were playing us at one and a half times speed, playing our podcast. Mom was. Was that mom? Mom. Oh my goodness, she, we were talking so fast and she got sick of it. She stopped listening to our podcast because she was like, "Why are you talking?" And it was two times. Speed. It was two times oh, speed. Hilarious. <laughs> and she, oh, Jared, it was so fast. And then other people are like, "Man." Talk slow, y'all talk so slow. Yeah, that's oh, why I thought, you know, I I thought know. that's crazy. And then she said, you know, <laughs> y'all y'all are, and some other podcast she listens to, y'all are, and so is this other <laughs> podcast. I, was, I started laughing. As it's as a trend. Said, Everybody like, thinks they need to talk yeah, faster. Yeah, <laughs> rather than it being something wrong with their yeah. equipment. You know? <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm listening to a book right now, and, and that'll happen to me because it's a pretty long book, so I've got it on 1.2. I'm going to push it to 1.5 because the original narration is pretty slow but if i do that then the next time i pull up to listen to the podcast uh it'll be super fast boop, oh yeah <laughs> yeah, boop, yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Well, Dude, and it's funny because jenny loved it jenny loves playing us at faster speeds yeah i can't now, now i guess you can get away with it with somebody that talks you know at, at the slow. speed at which we do yeah okay you, we got to start talking faster just so jenny has to turn her play speed down yeah, but I, I, my brain don't work that good. I can't. I can't pull it you know, off. I mean, my my brain works at about the speed that my speech comes out. So. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's unfortunate. You know, that's all right. It'll get there. It'll get there when it needs to get there. I'm not, not very smart. smart. I got a question for y'all. <laughs> We're like two, three weeks into the new year now. Mm-hmm. Y'all make any New Year's resolutions? How are you doing on them? No. Uh, well. Oh man, New Year's resolution. Kind okay, kind of. I I do believe in using the year for a new start, especially in business. Right, it's a good time to reset. Um, And spiritual life, really everything, personal life. It's a great time to reset a marker. Now, saying no, this I'm definitely not doing this anymore, and I definitely am doing this. That's tough. Yeah, drawing the line in the sand. No, I don't ever ever do that. I'm quitting smoking January 1st, yep. or I'm never going to take a swig again, or, you know, I'm going to read exercise. the Bible every day. You read know? the Bible every day. Now, I'm saying I'm going to make it my goal to read my Bible every day, or I'm going to make it my this. I'm, I want to incorporate this starting. So do you have something? Is that a... Uh, uh, me or Jerry? You, no, you. Do you, have, oh. do you have anything that you... I mean, I think if you have to think about Just it, Just out of curiosity, don't. I'm like, yeah. did you come? Well... Uh, no, I mean, but I just happen to make be making a lot of changes that are lining <laughs> up with the time, but yeah. it wasn't because of the time. So no, that I makes me say, feel I, better. I, say I don't have anything. What about you, Gabe? Kind of, kind of. I so I've I've really results. You want to be growing. You want to be better at whatever you're doing in your life. You want to be improving, or else what? What are you doing? Nothing. Right. You ain't doing nothing. So I do. I, I'm always going, okay, where can I at least know? I, I just want to be aware that I stink at stuff, you know? Shine the light on an area I, and work Just on shine it. the light. And the thing that I've come across that I'm like, okay, I really want to make this something that I think about is, is focus. Focus. Mm-hmm. Because when, when you 
when you're just kind of floating around like I've been doing for 43 years, things happen. You get stuff done, but nowhere near to the degree mm -hmm. that the progress would be different if you just had just a little more focus. Oh, yeah. And um, so I... Man of focus. Yeah. I, I want to... That's crazy because I almost texted you last night and said, man of focus is on this year. Ah. Seriously. See? See? And then I, I started a Bible study and thought, you know, I'll just tell them about it tomorrow. And but. for people that don't know, that's a competition Henry and I have at work that we give each other a trophy. Whoever whoever closes the most deals in a month gets to have this little trophy, and it's the Man of Focus trophy. The Man of Focus award based off John Wick because he was referred to as a Man, <laughs> a man of, of focus. focus. And so, and um, it does boil down to focus. But 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 what I meant was even above and beyond just work. Oh, okay. I meant in life. Yes. I just really man feel like focus. Be a man this focus. year, and I'm not trying to be prophetic, but but I do feel like, man, I feel like the Lord is moving. I feel like he is gathering his people. He's quickening us. Yeah. And uh, I feel it within myself. I have less desire for things like television, even sports. Mm -hmm. Um I'm just like, you know, like for instance today, uh, I, I my, you know, I thought, oh, it's the time of year when there's NFL football on Saturday, <laughs> and uh, I thought, so what? I was like, I could be sitting there watching six hours of football, or I could be studying scripture and spending time in prayer. Mm -hmm. and, seeking the Lord and, and, or even reading books to better educate my, or working on projects around. I thought I could be making this life worth something and building my, my spirit, my mind and, and my focus, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, so to go along with what you're saying, I mean, I just feel like the Lord is quickening us. I think that was super encouraging the way you shared that, articulated that, but I'm just going to tell you. If the Cowboys were playing right now, we would have had to reschedule this uh, recording. Just, right. I'm just saying, I'm not agreed. <laughs> agreed. There's no question. We'd all three be in there watching the Cowboys. But Cowboys. Cowboys. See, I kind of sound like Jerry Jones. Yeah. Too. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? <laughs> and the Skip Bayless. How about them Cowboys? This is Henry's passion, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, acting a fool. Well, that's my passion. I, but I but but that. but that's true. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to be legalistic, but what but what I am saying, and I don't even care if Gabe and I have talked about this before. We I don't even care if somebody does think I'm legalistic. I care about Are you saying you're not saying you're not about, perfect? Right. No, never. Oh good. Yeah. And and anybody that knows me will tell me that as well. But <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, you, you know, I'll watch my Cowboys, but, you know, you go back, man, I, I would have any time NFL was on. And I still do like that, but, I, but I'm like, you know, you get the end of the day and you're like, oh, I've wasted that day. Yeah. You know, I could have been this much more intelligent, this much more wise, this much more prayed up. People are like, oh, I don't have time to pray, but I got time to sit and watch sports all the time. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, stuff like that. Yes, you do. You know, you, well, saw, you make time for what's important for, to you. You know how it goes when you start to focus on something, you start to see more things that help that yeah. in your life all around. Well, I've been thinking about this focus thing for a few weeks, quite a few weeks. And then I come across this movie and I forget the actor, but he gets he's a big old loser in life. And he ends up taking this pill that makes his brain function at 100 percent. And immediately it was embarrassing because he cleaned his apartment right off the bat. He organized every shelf. He quit smoking. He started exercising. Like, he, he started doing all the stuff that, you know, a normal guy goes, yeah, I do that. I do that. I, oh, I do that, too. Yeah. You know, and immediately his productivity, his clarity of life, his everything went way through the roof. And it just, I loved it because it just, it, it illuminated or it like highlighted all yeah. the things in our lives that we sloppily do. And you don't need a pill. You don't need a pill. You don't need a pill. But that movie, that's how that played out. But for, for me, I was sitting there and I, some of it, I was patting myself on the back. I'm like, yeah, I do that. I do that already. I'm already 
on, yeah. the, on the level. And others of it, I was like, ooh, I, I am a little lazy in that area. Or a little, it was convicting, and it, it made it fun to go, you know, how much further you could be effective in the world around you in, in the Word, how God has your life designed for you. I'm like, I think that they'd be way more fruitful with just a little more focus, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you know, uh, and that's how Methodism kind of came about. John Wesley um, came up with methods huh. for walking out the Christian life. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I like that. I, and I haven't studied a lot into it, but I, I know one of them, I think, was at least taking an hour a day to read the scripture. Oh, okay. You know, and we're like, oh, I remember there was a time I thought that was a lot. Now I'm like, boy, an hour a day, yeah, that, right. that's not even it's not a lot. that big of a deal. And how yeah. much... How much, and this is not a salvation issue, but I mean, if we're not wanting this stuff, what's it say about our, our life? But anyway, we're kind of getting off. No, <laughs> we're I, getting in this deep, but I going, going just, back no, to your... Just, what's getting would, off subject? We can no, go back whatever. Just right, but, I think that New Year's resolutions work for some. I've kind of got a, not an attitude, but I just know so many people that literally think that it's like a true reset. And I'm like, man, my mortgage mm. is still due. I mean, yeah. I've still got, you know, health things I yep. pay attention to. Like, it it doesn't change just because it went to a new mm-hmm. year. And it and some of that maybe I'm deflecting because I just don't do very good of following through with them. So, yeah, yeah. And I think what I was convicted of when you were sharing what you were sharing, mm-hmm. Henry, was I don't know that any time I've that, done that, res- that's that I've today. never done resolutions where they were because I prayed and asked the Lord to give me something to mm. focus on. Mm. I just think I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on this. Mm-hmm. And maybe the reason it falls on its face is because it's not God ordained or God inspired or, you know, it's it's just I make it about me because really I'm thinking, well, is what I'm working on to glorify me or to glorify God? Yeah, there well, you go. And the thing is, That's too, big. one, also to go along with that, um, if you have to wait till a new year to, to make a change, right? Then you then you've got an excuse the rest of the year to not make changes. Well, how many people yeah. just eat like trash during the holidays and they're saying I'm going to get back at it? Yeah, man. If you want to conquer bad eating habits, yeah. and I'm a big old fella, so I'm the last mm. person to be preaching this. But if you want to conquer food temptation and all that, start it during the holidays. Because then when the calendar <laughs> switches over, it's smooth sailing easy. from there. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mm-hmm, that's true. No, I'm. A, I, 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 there's a book, uh, Atomic Habits. I was going to um, reference that book. It's a good book, and I'm reading it right now. And man, there's it basically is saying you you need to learn to love the process, not the goal. The goal has that's not the way to change. So, do you make your bed every day now since you're reading that book? I've been doing that for a oh, long time. Not me. I just think that's the stupidest thing ever. I love I'm making the bed. Day. No. Ever so that I nobody can see it. Yeah, because I leave to go to work. Nobody's in my house to see it. No, wait a minute, Jared. Are you saying you haven't seen the video? Yeah, it's because his wife makes yeah. the no, bed. No, 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 no. Have you seen dumb. that video? Have you seen the video? No, I convinced her it's dumb to no, make No, 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 wait. No, I have not. Okay, you don't even know what video I'm talking about, probably. But I haven't that, seen it. Okay, it's a Marine. It's this Marine. I don't, it's called Make Your Bed. Isn't it's it? called Make Your Bed. And you get this after I watched this video and it, it did, it inspired me to, and I'm going to send it to you because you'll love it. it. I'll watch it. It'll have you teared up. Watch it by yourself. You don't need to do this in front of people. So <laughs> it's, it's got called, bad language. Is that what you No, because you'll, <laughs> you big old man over here, he'll be crying like a baby <laughs> in front of Angel, his wife. <laughs> I had to make my bed every day at Boys Ranch. And they had to be able to drop a quarter on it that bounce. I taught my kids that. They do that. <laughs> Out. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I ain't riding no bicycle and no hotter than hell deal either. I mean, I drive cars these days. I don't ride bicycles. <laughs> I mean, you're about to get me spun up right here now. <laughs> no, no, it's the hair on the back of his yeah, neck is straight it's out. It's already hot in here, and now I'm getting hot. I it is hot. Say, it's hot. I need to here. turn that heater down. I was like, my New Year's revolu- revolution. Tell you what. <laughs> resolution. Y'all keep talking. Henry. I'll go turn the heater down. Get Henry to make it a little cooler in here. Y'all keep talking. But no, that make your bed thing. I mean, that there is some basically in that thing. It says like start out the day with some structure. I'm too do, tired. Do the simple thing of making your bed, and it will it'll change the tone. One, you'll have the feeling of doing something correctly 
right to start out with. No, I got to go to the bathroom first. It's like if you've had a hard day and things didn't go well in your life today, you come home to a well-cleaned, made bed. And I and I was like, you know. It don't do nothing for me. Dude, I, but okay. All right, I'll put it this way, Jared. The gift that I decided to give my wife, check this out. Here, here about six months ago or something, I decided that Carrie has to deal with three kids who are not hers. My wife, Carrie, three kids that are not hers. And I know that's got to be tough. And then three kids that are hers. So six kids and she's running them all over the place. And um, the house can get a little bit disarrayed. So I did decide one day, I'm here's a gift I'm going to give her every single day as a blessing and a love language to her. I'm going to clean, make the bed and clean the bedroom before I go to work so every single day. Acts of day. service is important to her. It, it is. Okay. It is. But more more than that, in my mind, I was going, I at least want her to have a retreat. Our bedroom will be clean. The house may not. It may not be spotless. But I'm going to clean that freaking bedroom every single day before I go do whatever. And and it is. She comes in there. She'll sit on the little chair with her foot in the thing, massage thing, or the room's clean. And to her, it matters that at least it is organized. And it's blessed her, dude. It's been a big blessing to her. I'm so proud of you. I really uh, am. It's something, it's something that you can do, that, or well, that I chose to do. To You can be sarcastic all you want. <laughs> I'm telling you, make your bed. Jared, Jared's acting all tough. His eyes, his eyes are all moist and watery if right y'all can see his face yeah, right now. He's got red streaks going down the side of his cheeks. Because it's right hot, now. bro. I'm sweating. So, so <laughs> it's so hot your eyeballs are sweating. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I hope it cools it off is, quick. Man. Oh. It is. And I haven't put that deodorant on yesterday either. <laughs> that's, that's why I sit across the table. That's because I'm you. Trace Atkins and I got some tractors for you guys. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Lord Hill. But no, but look. But look, and then and then I make my bed every day because, in my, for me, how you start your day kind of dictates how the rest of the day is going to go. So setting your affairs straight, and I don't know if y'all kind of talked about that at all, but setting I tried your affairs to talk straight, to Jerry, but he just having everything look a certain kind of way, me. you know, before I walk out of the room. Then helps me to have my no different than having your house in order before you walk out to your job, or it's kind of like a domino effect. Maybe I'll start up a New Year's resolution and start making the bed. Make, it's too late. Make your bed. I'll ask you. Past January 1st. You've got to wait till next year. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. no, I think I'll ask Angel, hey, what, is it important to you that we make the bed? If she says yes, then because it's not to me, but if it is to her, then I'm going to do it to meet her need. There you go. Uh, if you're going to go down that road, you can't ask her. You just gotta do it and see. No, oh, because she may be like, "No, I got stuff to do in the morning. I don't give a snot." Mm, she won't know the. Bl- <laughs> wow! I didn't pull a hanky and use the cr word the CR. like I did last time. <laughs> what are we talking about today? I am curious. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Hey, I don't, why don't Reading? we? Why don't we let Jared take the take the lead on this? I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read a text that you sent me. I'm gonna let you run with it. Yeah, go for it. So I'm gonna read this text, or you didn't send it to me after after the uh, the first official episode that you recorded with us. You'd already done some, but uh, after the first that you had come on with, and then it, I think it had just come out, and you listened to it. No, I sent it to everybody, and I think you listened to it on that. You sent this text and it said, just listen to the podcast. I can't share enough how thankful I am for each of you and asking me to, to pop in and be a part. <clears throat> I'm so blessed by all of you wonderful men. It's ignited a fire in me that I didn't realize had gone out. Love you, man. And then I said, I, I you know, of course, of course, we got all sappy and how welcoming Jared, you know, we're trying to make him feel good. Yes, yeah, so I'd come back. That's right. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and so but then. Of course, the obvious question is, well, how, how did it, you know, what did it reignite? What was, and Miles yeah, yeah. being a good producer yeah, said, hit the brakes. Y'all don't talk about this at all on this text thread or between each other. Which I wasn't going to save I it, can't save it for a podcast. conversations on a text. Yeah, I agree. I oh, agree. it's tough. But, but he said, save it for the podcast. And so I thought that's a great idea. And so we're, we're going to do a podcast today based off that text. Talking yeah. about reigniting the fire, and why don't you go ahead and take off by, by because we haven't heard a word about what you meant by yeah. The fire so that gone out. I'd be yeah. happy to share that, and I think it won't take just a second. But what I, I've experienced, what I can remember, it's probably happened more than once, but two significant 
dry seasons in my life, like where I felt if I was a plant, uh, I felt withered and uh, not watered. If that, mm-hmm. if that's, uh, you know, I've been a Christian for 33 years. Yeah, wow. I've been married for 31 of those years. Yeah, and uh, same woman, great life, great career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even have the title of pastor, right? So yeah. it should not be this way. Yeah. But, you should be watered all the time. Yeah. So, but I've went through some valleys that, and dry seasons in life that I can accredit to why I'm where I'm at. Uh, just real quick, it's interesting to me that although I have the uh, title of pastor, that there are many in my life who have pastored me mm. along the way, mm. but they don't have the title. And so I started digging mm. into the word pastor, and the Greek word for pastor is poimen. And if I pronounce that wrong, my, I'll be, we'll be getting a text from Miles that I pronounced that <laughs> yeah. wrong. Poem, but the, yeah. the term's found a lot in the New Testament, and it's only translated pastors once, which is Ephesians 4.11. Every other occurrence of the word is translated shepherd. And yeah. uh, by this definition of the biblical word, a pastor is a shepherd. And so I've been shepherded by many, uh, but probably the most special pastoring I ever went through was by Henry. And... Uh, he got me through my first and probably my most memorable dry season that I'd ever been to. And we came to the life group that both of you were at, your whole family was at. It was like mm-hmm. most Where of the life we all group. At, really? Yeah. Scott and Tammy's house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one, you know, one of my favorite Bible study groups of all time. Me too. Yeah. Uh, that's what oh. made me want to do it. Oh. And uh, so I just began to share because Henry just has this gift of when you walk in his house or somebody else's house, he's going to make you feel welcome. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, man, this guy, he ain't dried up, but I am. But I ain't going to let these people see it. But he just, you were so mm-hmm. uh, approachable that I couldn't help but share with you. Like, man, I'm going through. And I'd read a book called No Dry Seasons. <laughs> when, when, when was this all? Oh, it's been, that's been 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but it's the yeah. most memorable. And there was three components that actually played out in the other one I'll talk about. Uh, because Henry said, well, tell me about your Bible reading. And uh, I said, man, I, the Bible don't make sense to me. He said, well, what version are you reading? He encouraged me to get a Bible. He said, go to the Christian bookstore when you could get go to a Christian bookstore, sit down, get several Bibles, read the same scripture, whichever one makes sense to you, stick with that one. Nice. And nice. then uh, he said, how's your yep. prayer life? You know, how's your relationship? But the biggest one was, uh, it wasn't like Henry was trying to take me through this restoration period. He just by chance walked life with me for just a brief period Mm -hmm. and you were working at a place called Bethesda Mm -hmm. and you said, man, guys, I'd like to do this deal where we get some groceries and we're going to go Amarillo Boulevard, terrible part of Amarillo. Let's go to motels and just uh, take people groceries and say, Hey, we're with Trinity fellowship church. We've been blessed. We want to bless you. Something, it went Mm -hmm. something like that. I'd never led anybody to the Lord in my life at that point and thought I was doing something wrong. And uh, we went through that day and all we did was serve people. Like we got down and dirty. There was kids wearing diap- uh, oh, yeah. Walmart sacks with duct yeah. tape as diapers. Jeez. Broke my heart. And, uh, <laughs> and I, it wasn't people that knew we were coming by. Or no, it was like complete. That. Were you there for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Complete was, random. Yeah. And I remember us going to El Chico afterwards and eating. And I remember telling you all this, but uh, four people give their life to the Lord that day. Mm-hmm. And I facilitated every single one of them. That day was meant for me. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. so filled up. Because I served. And that's what, that's what, re- yeah. I, you know, we talked about the scripture last week. Yeah. Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and yeah. love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. yes. And that's all we did is you encouraged me to pursue God mm-hmm. and then gave me an opportunity to love people. And that's what filled me up. And it's amazing that uh, the second time was the most, was most recent. Uh, career inflicted 100%. Like mm-hmm. I got two big promotions in a short period of time. Uh, and I thought I did something. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, I thought I did yep. something special to get there. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you are a special fella. I didn't really care to be loved or fed by God. Yeah. I wanted to be, I wanted to be God in essence. Like mm-hmm. that wasn't really my words, but to simplify what was really happening is I wanted to be loved and served. And uh, the solution was what? My Bible, mm-hmm. my prayer time. Mm-hmm. And my service to people. Yep. And when I started doing that, it reignited the flame. And that all happened while y'all were, ha- I mean, y'all kept asking me to come be a part of this. And I was just like not feeling it because I was withered again, withered, 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 dried up. And, uh, and what's crazy is I'd have never known to talk to you. 
I mean, anytime I'd be around you, you seemed like Jared to me. Yeah, because I can put on the show. Yeah, you can put on, you can, you always put on the same face. So just to so, finish yeah. that thought up, okay. you know, oh, yeah. once I got off myself and I went from withered to flourishing and a fire ignited, yeah. hence the reason I'm sitting here today. And when y'all had me be a part of this, I had this revelation with the Lord, mm-hmm. this experience with the Lord, and I started enjoying it. Like even this week, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, when are we going to record? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've come to realize a very simple fact. We were solely created by God for relationship with him. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why he created us. He told us to... Uh, you know, multiply and populate the earth and all of that. But we were created for relationship yes. with him. Yes. That's my purpose in life is to have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And when I get that right, then I want to serve people and I want to pray and I want to read my Bible. It's super simple, but I can get so off track. So that's the whole reason for reigniting the flame was two significant dry seasons in my life that were solved with the Bible, prayer and service. And I'm done. Bible, prayer, prayer, and service. So what, were you going to say something good? Yeah. Seeking so first the kingdom of God and all his then righteousness. That's right. Will be, his righteousness will be added then. I On the way here um, to your house to do this recording, I was thinking that the, that the almighty creator drew us in the sand and breathed his breath into our nostrils. And we had life and that relationship. He did it because he wanted relationship with us. That's it. And it's so interesting. Not so we could sell mortgages or no machine parts for meatpacking plants. I mean, we get to experience those joys mm-hmm. in life. They're platforms. But the reason we're here the is because reason. God wants relationship with us. The mm-hmm. That's the, that's it. He wanted to hang out with <laughs> us. He wanted to connect with us. And, and, and I always, you know, people, that little phrase, you know, someone stuck their hand out and you slap their hand away, you know, so many people just slap his hand away. And then you got that heartbreaking image of the picture we've all seen where Jesus is, it says, behold, I stand and knock at the door of your heart. And there's that, they made that picture of the vines growing over the door and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And because nobody's opening the door and that your whole testimony there. Uh, I I could I just love it. it. It is the idea. We he wanted relationship with us, mm-hmm. and it's when That's I prioritized we someone having relationship with me, people serving me. Yes, uh, I think we just struggle. We like to be God. We like to judge. We like to. I mean, yes. I'm not saying we don't do that in times, but uh, that but can glo- glory directed. To po- pointed in the wrong direction. Think of Lord of the Rings, like away from the put Lord. The ring on, yeah. All the yeah. Time. That just brings it on to yourself. Yeah. We were created to need relationship with God. But we try to go find it with relationship with you or with Gabe. Well, yeah. When people start going, if we're not taking, there's a podcast that I listen to called To Every Man and Answer. And this guy, I I love him and I love the podcast. Sometimes he annoys me (laughs) because, uh, you know, a caller will call in and they'll say, hey, Mike. Again, I respect this guy very much. So this uh-huh. is a man in a bad way. <laughs> hey, Mike, I sure appreciate you guys' it. show and this and that. Almost, you know, they always say that because man, it's a blessing of a show. You know, well, glory be to God. You know, and just kind of. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm like, can you be a little bit more, you know, authentic? <laughs> calm down a little bit, you know. And but he's like, but I understand what he's doing. He's like, I don't want any yes, glory. Yeah, he's right. trying to deflect it away from him so and that's quickly. The way he's found to, to to quickly redirect it. Well, I think it's such a struggle for me. That's why because I couldn't figure out. It just dawned on me mm-hmm. as we were sp- speaking right now. You do it. Lots of people send me so many book and podcast requests. Oh yeah, and it like irritates me not i'm not irritated so they're asking not, you to write books and be on no, the podcast or they're what? asking me to listen to all these different podcasts yes, and i think yes. the reason oh yeah which i just especially as soon as someone finds out that you do that kind of stuff right here comes his list yeah but the reason i think it is a put off to me is because i know myself and if i start listening to all these podcasts and all these reading and listening to all these books 
I begin to become dependent on those things rather than the Word of God. And I just don't want to get to where I'm not dependent on God. I have a hard enough time not listening to podcasts and reading books. And then in my job, I need to read books. I've got to grow because I'm looking for business wisdom. But it's interesting as I'm saying that, you know, the art of delegation was developed by Jethro when he came to Moses mm-hmm. and said, mm-hmm. hey, this is too big of an organization for you to lead. Why don't you divide these people up and yeah, delegate these responsibilities? what respons- you're doing is not right. So leadership yeah. principles truly are rooted in the Bible anyway. Yep. So that's really all we need. Yeah. I think it's funny because Henry and I did a podcast here a little while back about, in Henry's argument, uh, we were talking about um, altars and making altars to God. And Henry's big thing was, we just got to be careful not to make the altar God. Yeah. You know, you're saying, I get these podcasts. I watch these. I would listen to the podcast too much. Right. Things that can be, be good. Distracted by the podcast that's talking about God from God. Well, I can justify not having enough time to read the Bible because I was caught up listening to books and podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it's mean, crazy. It'll Christian books, godly men delivering godly words. But man, we live in a time that we have to know the written word the of God. Word. Mm-hmm. The so, word. And that can be a whole nother discussion. But anyway, that's well, cool. and there's only yeah, one yeah, there's only one way that, that that comes, and that's by reading it constantly. You know, if read you're it, read reading it, read it constantly, it's gonna get it's gonna get planted in that soil. Well, and it's what's till the soil, then it's gonna embed itself, and it's gonna take time for all of that to happen, but it's sure not gonna happen from a reading a month, you know, you go out there and take some seed and scatter it on the grass that we scatter it on the ground once a month. That's not, it's not going anywhere. Well, you know, you know, another thing too is, uh, yeah, I used to, you know, cause some people say, well, I've do all this. It's gotta be consistent. Yeah. And some people say, well, I've read the Bible. Mm -hmm. Well, read it again. And I used to say that, but you know, there was a pastor that shared about the revealed knowledge of God and this is what sold me like it is a living word because you can read, just read Proverbs every day. You know, it's, if it's the 10th day of the month, read Proverbs 10. Mm-hmm. By the time, yeah, you, get, by time yep. you get back to Proverbs 10 again, you'll read something. You're like, why didn't I see that last time? Well, the Lord reveals to us what we need to be revealed to us mm-hmm. in what we're going through. And that's why you can't ever forsake the word of God, because there's always something new the Lord wants to reveal in you through his word. Well, and it, and it also implants itself like the more you read it the more when you're going that throughout daily life it naturally comes to the surface then when you're going through different situations all of a sudden the word starts to jump up and plant but it won't happen through once a month it it might you might strike gold and just have that nugget pop up at the right Right. time you know and why and and, uh, psalm uh 119 11 says I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Yeah. That's a big one. Like we have to continue to read the word and hide it in our heart yeah. so that we will not sin. Well, against. that, and that, that, that touch is big for me because I, I've always esteemed myself as a person with not a great memory. Right. <laughs> and I always thought to myself, like, how, how am I supposed to walk through this life? There are tens of thousands of verses in the Bible. And that your tell pastor me, can quote them just like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he got it, but I don't got it. Because he don't quit reading. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, so I'm supposed to I'm supposed to apply Proverbs chapter 29, verse 2, and uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 7, which is if you you know, part you of the Sermon yeah. on the Mount. You know, yeah, I'm supposed to apply which verses at which times and... What I ultimately came to was Mm. my life has to be transformed to what this is, to what the Bible says. And I I have to stay in it. I have to be taking it in so that my best my best hope is that I, I have no chance to memorize all this and let alone know when to apply the verses. But it has to be written on my heart and it has to become who I am and it has to dictate my behavior, which is as best as possible. So let me give you a perspective. I just thought of this too. Uh, I love when the Holy Spirit's present. That just mm-hmm. was happening. Uh, as you were saying that, there are times that I feel like I'm like, man, I'm that guy now. So I'll be reading my Bible and maybe I'll read three chapters from three different books today. And then I'm encountering people in life 
and I'm quoting the scripture. So I'm thinking, that's what those pastors are really doing. They're just using what they read today. But <laughs> if you think about it, we get to where we're reading because we're wanting it to do something for us. Well, maybe we're reading what we're reading today because God's wanting to use us to do something for someone for else. For someone else. It's all of it, I think. That's right. I think it's all of it. All at the it's same time. That, man, we could almost turn that into a discussion on the video I sent you about a discussion like picking up where somebody left off. Yeah. We'll come, we'll come at <laughs> don't, don't go. We'll, we'll come back around to that. But I was like, oh man, I was about to write Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Let me read the scripture, but then I want to also come back around to reigniting the fire because we're kind of a little bit off that. But but the uh with to go along with that, Luke 12, uh, 11 and 12 says, now when they bring to you the synagogue's magistrates and authorities, do not worry about how or what you should answer or what you should say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in, in that very hour what you ought to say. Yes. So, but but if we're not in communication with the Lord, in the study of the Scripture, that stuff's not going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, the Holy Spirit's the Holy Spirit. He can give us whatever we got. But, but how many times have we had something that we read in the scripture, you know, so many times when we were younger or this and that, that all of a sudden just pops up, flourishes. We hadn't been yes. thinking about it. Boom. You know, it's like the Holy spirit just giving it. You're like, boy, that's good. And next thing you know, that, that leads to this and that leads to this. And you're like, I know this is not me. Yes. hundred, you know, the whole, it's the Holy spirit's faithfulness. You know, and look, the more you're, the more you're in this dude right here, the I'm patting the Bible. Pat, pat. Um, but you didn't read your scripture; you just read from there. You the Google, more you Google. Well, I do have two other scriptures. Well, it originated actually <laughs> on the on the. We can't go have. a podcast without teasing a little bit. But <laughs> um, that's true. We're getting you should have tapped. You, you should have tapped your phone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He sound, he was not different. he's tapping. But I have to have the Bible app open before and then tap. That, it. That's okay. True. Hold on. Let me, let me open the Bible app. Let first. me make this right. Now he's tapping it. There you go. Okay, that, got it. That makes Good. more sense to us. There we go. Uh, <laughs> but but coming back around, so you know it's it is interesting too, because you're talking about reigniting the fire. There, there was there has been the, the idea that there are dry seasons. And they don't announce themselves before they're coming. No. You don't really see it coming. Super simple. You know, it's like the, and you see the whole book of the Old Testament is what? Wet season, dry season, wet season, dry mm-hmm. season, wet season, dry yeah. season, you know? Yeah. And uh, and it's, you know, covers generations that do and don't do and don't. Uh, usually the cycle is you go through this dry season and... What's it do? It wakes you up. It wakes your butt up. I, and it's it the wakes worst. up the spirit, man. Oh, like, Lord, up. I'm so the sorry. Spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, how did I get here? Um, and then and then it makes me point my eyes in the right direction Absolutely. towards the Lord. And then what happens when you do that? You thrive. And then what happens when you thrive? You Slack. get comfortable. That's right. And it, you know what I'm saying? Like it's this darn cycle. It's the worst. Doesn't excuse it, but it happens. So, and so that comes around, you know, Gabe and I have talked about this a million times on here, but talking about having to die to yourself that daily, on the daily, you know, every day you have to consciously make the decision, especially in the good times to be able to avoid these because, because that's where Satan gets you. To get you. Hey, Satan is just waiting for you to have a good day so you can forget about the pants. Yeah. You don't need God. To think that you're you don't good. need you the don't Holy need the scripture. You don't need you the don't time need the and prayer. You don't need the accountability from your brothers and sisters. Yeah. He he's you're he's good. He wants you cozy. Get cozy, sir, ma'am. He wants you cozy. So what what was uh what was for you, Jared? What what uh had you realized for a while that you were in this dry season or no, did you realize it once you sat down and you're like, Oh yeah, man, really what it was is it's crazy how it happens is I just was dealing with so much stress, like heavy. Yeah. Like I didn't think I was going to have a heart attack or anything like that, but just, I was super stressed, moody. I was aware of that. Zero fun, sir. Yeah, why is this so hard? I mean, the promotions I got 
I was just basically, hey, Jared, now teach everybody what you've demonstrated. That's what it basically boils down to. And I was just internalizing. And I remember I finally prayed, God. And the minute I said, mm-hmm. God, why? Yes. He's like, where have you been? <laughs> Super. I mean, oh, that's awesome. it just that I just realized it because I was at a breaking point. I just when, was like, you, I, I was thinking about quitting him. my job. Like, man, maybe I'm not cut out for this job. Right. Why would God bring me here for me to feel this way? Like mm-hmm. it was God's fault. I was feeling this way mm-hmm. in a sense. I mean, it sounds terrible that I'm blaming God, but I kind of was. Yeah, kind of was. Why would he yep. allow me to get to this? Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't he yeah. protect me? And that's what it was for me. I just, both I, times, I just start not feeling well or right. I wasn't joyous. Everybody thinks that I'm the happiest, go lucky, uh, fun guy to be around. I wasn't fun to be around. Even I, I coworkers can't even were imagine you not being fun to be around. Not I've enjoyed work. every time I've ever been around you in yeah. my life. Well, this most recent was career inflicted. So I was fun to be around with y'all. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it was a release. Uh, to be around you, mm. but at work, that's oh, crazy. It was that's a, a crazy thought. That is crazy. The uh, uh, what's a book that y'all think about that that is somebody who would be what who exemplifies what we want our relationship with the Lord to be like that would keep us from dying out like that? What's a book in the Bible? There's one guy in the Bible that he's constantly, boy, he's before the Lord all the time. He's he's praising, he's crying, he's you know worshiping, he's begging. Yeah, I mean, this is Psalms. Psalms, that, yeah. yeah, my man. You Why so downcast, on my soul? You know that I've Psalms. I've the book what are we call him the weeping. No, the no, warrior no. poet at one point, oh, oh, or something like that. Yeah. Well, there's we the we, there's the weeping, the weeping prophet. Warrior, weeping, no, we but we call you and I called King David the weeping warrior poet. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like he's just he is he's he's always crying about something. He's always or ready to go to war on behalf of the Lord, and he's always writing poetry. Yes, playing the harp. Yes, this dude's crazy. He's I, all I, over the place. I I love that. I'm like that's gonna keep you from falling away. A heart like that. And that's why God says he's got mm-hmm. a heart after me. Mm-hmm. That was David, wasn't it? Yeah, right? David. Yeah. A heart, mm-hmm. heart, heart after mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, the realization that we need him every day, every second of every day. If you, if we keep in that place, but it's so easy to slip out, of course. But I mean, that's. I've, I've been sitting here trying to find something and I'll just, I'll preface it with, I did a Bible study. I have a group of guys that I do a Bible study with on the the Version Bible app. So we do hey, it you've together. Been doing that a long time. Yeah, so we do it together, and it holds me accountable. The work guys, or what's? Uh, one's a work guy, and one's my neighbor, Ricky Garcia. Oh, cool. And uh, they appreciate the accountability. It helped me. I mean, so I can say that I'm in the Word every mm-hmm. single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a there was a one that we did just recently. I printed it out and it's under my desk. I pray this prayer every day and I can't recite it off memory. It's so long, but it's a, uh, they called it a, lit- uh, a litany prayer. It's an old prayer, like an old, and it, it starts out with uh, the desire to be pursued. Deliver me, Jesus, the mm-hmm. desire to be desired. Mm-hmm. Deliver me, Jesus. And it goes through all these behaviors to like mm-hmm. get your focus off yourself because that's what that's the trap I get uh, caught up in is myself. How long is how many things are on that list? It's Would probably, you just guess? Uh, 15, 15 or 20. 20. I love uh, it. It's powerful. And it, it addresses, you know, what you desire and then it, it addresses your heart towards people. And uh, I'll send it to you. And we yes, might bring please. it up on another episode because it's I, so I, awesome. Let's make that. I wish I had. Let's I would, make that If episode. I could have found it, I would have read you it. You were digging, digging. I couldn't find it, man. I just, and it <laughs> no, was so right. recent. I want that list. Yeah, I'd be I'd, I'd be interested to just see what's on there. One more try. Okay. <laughs> Give it a try. I'll read a scripture to go along with it real quick. So how, Henry, how do you, oh, go ahead. Yep. Sorry. That's all right. Second Timothy uh, chapter one, verse six. And it's got a sister scripture to go with it too, but I'll kind of close it out with that. Uh, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. But but I love how he's talking about fanning it into the flame. And the note here says, Paul does not explain what this gift is, uh, which, which allows the principle here 
to be seen as applicable to all kinds of spiritual gifts. Such gifts tend to fade in strength when they are not used and encouraged. Ooh. I mean, that's... They tend to fade. Yeah, they tend to fade. He's talking about fanning it. When you're fanning a fire, you know, you're trying, you're getting that fire going. But what happens when you stop fanning? You know, the, the oxygen, the fire needs the oxygen mm. to go. It starts to suffocate. The oxygen to our gift life is right, the word. And it starts to suffocate. And also using it, putting it to use consistently, getting out there and and remembering, like you said, the, the reason we're here is to what? Love the Lord our God with our, all our heart, soul, and mind, and spirit, like Gabe was talking about a little bit ago, um, and to love our neighbors ourselves. Um. We can we use our gifts to do that. If we're not doing that, you know, it's one thing in the career. Yeah, of course we're gonna we should be using our gifts out there, but but in the service of the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, using those gifts, then they're going to sit there and suffocate, and we're gonna feel that. I, to me, that's when the the dry season gets here is when we're not. Um, and I'll just go ahead and read the other one real quick. Yeah, too, please, if do. y'all don't mind. Yeah. Um, and it's First Timothy four, so it's just kind of a sister scripture, uh, but a four chapter. I'm oh, sorry, chapter four, verse fourteen. That's First Timothy. Uh huh. And it's do not neglect the gift you have, which was given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things, immerse yourself in them, so that you may see your progress. Wow. You know that's talking about that consistency understanding, you know, the things God's gifted you with and going out and, and practicing them, fanning them into the flame. Here it says, immerse yourself in them so that you may see progress. You're not going to see progress. If you, if you're, you know, Gabe and I have talked about this before, and I don't know if you remember Jared, but Jimmy did a pastor. Jimmy did a, a sermon series a long time ago called the law of grow or die. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm, I do. And, and, uh, but it was just talking about, you're always either growing or you're dying, yeah, you know, I'll and that's that. true in life. I mean, we're, we're technically dying right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we can grow ourselves by doing healthy things and <clears throat> things of that nature, or we can kill ourselves by, by eating junk and sitting around and being idle, you know, and so forth. But that's the same is true with our gifts and with our spirit life. Okay. What were you going to say a second ago? I feel like Gabe does have something to say. Like, so. no, uh, uh, no, I, I lost that. No, okay. have, you, have you ever been through a dry season Ba-choo. and what that was like to come out of? Or I just went your... through one. Um, I, I, if I don't, if I don't hear something from God for a few months, I get nervous. Um, I know that is that's not cool with me. I I don't have to hear uh, words. Although sometimes that's what I hear, but if he doesn't move in a profound way where I recognize him, then I know I'm I'm off. I'm not I'm not reading the word. I'm not delving into him the way that I should. And um, that, that happened over the last month and a half or so. I just felt like I didn't want to listen to Christian music. I didn't, you know, make that what I'm listening to in the truck. And I don't, you know, I don't want to think on the word. I I just didn't feel like it. And just, um, I always feel secure in God. I always feel my relationship with him is secure. But sometimes I, I feel like I push it. I work, so to speak, too hard. And I just don't want to work that hard on my relationship with God all the time. And so I didn't, I spent about a month and a half, uh, not wanting to work on my relationship with God. Cal, and, when you're going through little seasons and then you have to show up and record one of these, it's tough. Isn't it? You, right? know, you have to force it. You're like, cause I know I love God. Yeah. And I, honestly, I, I don't talking about God. I can do it all day long, but as far as praying for people, praying for people who are hurt or lost, or stopping and talking to someone in need who is a stranger, 
that is something that we're called to do. Go ye therefore into all the world and preach the mm-hmm. gospel. That mm-hmm. is our mandate. Mm-hmm. For crying out loud, we say it at the end of every podcast. But we get tired. We get, get tired. Like it. Yeah, be I got careful it. with the Christian swearing there. You're, you're just about to set off Dr. Barf. <laughs> I'm going to watch my mouth. <laughs> so I did. I just, you know, and it's so funny because it's like you said, Jared, a second ago, when you called on his name, he said, God, you know, I don't, whatever it was you said, you called on him. I just and said, God, why? God, I was going to say, why am I going through this? That's and calling like, on him. That's yeah. that's our desperation. And we feel the, man, you, you, we feel it. After a while, we dry up. I dried up. And it just now, just a, it was just a few days ago that I was realized I've come out of my selfishness. I am, I am now, I do, I'm sorry, God. I, I it, it lasted about a month and a half of me not wanting to think about you much and um, being tired from thinking about you and meditating on you and um, wondering what your desires are for me. And I, I did decide to just not do that for a while. But then a few days ago, mm-hmm. I was, I, I felt it. I, God, I miss you. I'm, I'm sorry. I stink. And I did got I got selfish pretty good there. I knew I'd come back. I always my heart longs for you, but but I I just was tired of of, of um, thinking on God and serving Him for a minute there. <laughs> you know, I wrote down some notes. You know, what do you think? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just I just wrote down a couple of notes that you know. So your frustration was was God wasn't performing to your expectation. We all get that way. Hey, God's not showing up. He's not doing something profound, which is a feeling. And, I I, and I've recently told people that our feelings will fail us. Oh, yeah. The time when we ain't feeling it, that's a dangerous walk. Because that's the oh, yeah. I would get into if I ain't feeling oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, agape love in the Bible <clears throat> is not emotional. It's a, it's a commitment. That's why God sustains all the time. He's perfect because... He agape loves it. It's almost like we're called to be Vulcans. <laughs> Vulcans. I mean, the Bible says the heart is wicked unto death. That's right. And the heart, by the heart, it's talking about emotions. It's talking about think, you know, thinking with emotions. Our feelings will fail us every man, time. It, man, man, it'll steer us down the wrong feelings. path. I wouldn't say every time. Like, there's times they jump in there and, and do us a solid. But yeah. it's it's not as often as I'd like it to they be. Really I mean, it gets me in the sure. wrong spot. Yeah. It gets me in the wrong spot. You're right. Agape love doesn't have anything to do with emotions. No. You know, we're to be Christian Vulcans. Vulcans. Some people, those emotions in That's check. a Star Trek reference for you who don't know what a Vulcan dun, is. Dun, dun, Live long dun, and dun, prosper. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks for sharing that, though. I feel like you're super transparent. That ministered to me because yeah. I get caught up in how I feel sometimes. And yep. God, it gets us in trouble. It does, and I, but I, I did, I, I, my heart overwhelms with joy whenever you can't go long without God as a Christian. Aren't you glad yeah. when you figure it out? Oh, when it comes <laughs> yeah. back and you go, I, I just am such a fool for this, and I miss you, God, and I miss the time we spend together, and um, I'm back on track. <laughs> I miss doing the way we do our relationship. And then it, just the moment, it never fails. The moment you say, God be with me. Jesus, please touch my heart. Mm-hmm. Please revive what I've lost. Mm-hmm. The moment you ask him, it's the thing that you said, Henry. Uh, the, you can, a person can journey a thousand miles from God, but the journey back is always one step. I, that's the most moving thing, mm-hmm. one of the most moving things I've ever heard in my mm-hmm. life. You can run away from him for a thousand miles, but you, the journey back is one step. Do y'all ever remember Jack and Rexilla Van, Van Impey? Van Impey. Yeah. Yes. So I used to, you know, if you cut your finger, some, you know, us guys, we cut our finger and then we'll press on it to see if it still hurts all the time. <laughs> so that was kind of my thing with the Van Impeys is every time they were on TV, I would just stay on there just to see if it was just as annoying as it was last time. <laughs> okay. uh, but super cool statement that Rex Ellis said. To it's close kind of a cozy show. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Rex Ella Van Impey one time with her high-pitched voice, this like rocked my world. And she says, hair. yes, and she said, you know, they were signing off, and she says, and just remember, 
if uh, you don't feel God in your presence, he hasn't went anywhere. It was you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. And I was like, oh, <laughs> snap. That's kind of like yours. Even yes, your testimony yes. is like, God didn't go he didn't, anywhere. He didn't go anywhere. We stray. We, yeah. And it's like a boat in the water. If you don't put an anchor in and you fall asleep in the boat, you will wake up and wonder, where, where am, am I, I at? <laughs> and the word yeah. is what anchors us. That's the word is what anchors. Yeah. Us. God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. That boat ain't going anywhere, no matter what the storm is. If you got the anchor down. If you got, you the, got anchor the anchor down. down. But you fall asleep without the uh, anchor, you wake up and you're like, bro. Oh, I'm in, I'm in the middle of I the ocean. I messed up. What's well, like we've been on a cruise together, me and Henry, and yeah. uh, man, there's you, you. The second day you you walk out on your balcony or you walk outside, you can't see nothing but water, no matter where man. you look, and you're like, I sure hope the captain knows where we're going, because <laughs> it's a freaky feeling it's, if it you is think on it. Yeah, especially the first time you. And then see if you that. look at a map, you're really not very far from the coast no, ever. Yeah, <laughs> that, it's nice that you have those TV screens up there. With you're like, ah, the, oh, it shows exactly where oh, you're at. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're so not you can, very far you can from see the coast. The land's only actually right there. Just yeah, <laughs> like your lifeboat would get you back. Yeah, your they, lifeboat. No, that's a pre-recording. They just want you to think. I don't care what it is. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel better. Yeah, that's right. They just want you. It doesn't matter to me if it's true or false. We're in the Bermuda Triangle. If we're in the Bermuda Triangle in the middle of a hurricane, I want that on my screen. I'm not leaving my compartment. I'm staring at that screen. You're yes. two miles from land right now. That's right. It's good to go. Could you imagine if you had to swim that, though? I mean, you just talked earlier about pushing uh, a car three blocks. Yeah, you got to go. You got to go. <laughs> you ain't swimming that. Yeah, no. that. If you, depends oh, on how bad you want yeah, to survive. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, well, and you know what? How many sharks? Wait, 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 wait. Peter walked on water, bro. If you can get your eye, if you can get your what focus you just right. said there is pure nonsense. No, because all right, let's just say that I always think this. What if someone grabbed my kid who was really athletic, grabbed my kid and started running away? Right. You better start praying and get your and, eyes on Jesus. And I start running after them. And but I'm not. I don't exercise a lot. Would I run out of breath? Or would magical adrenaline drive me to catch them? Adren I think or, adrenaline or would, I, would absolutely drive you. Well, what if your heart yeah. has a heart attack because you ain't in shape? And you, it would either that or you'd die. You right. could what if you yourself know, but, to death, but, but you should you try. You're a superhero type. Of course you're going to try. Dude cut his arm off to get broke free from a rock on a mountainside. Well, I love it. So we're yeah. all superheroes. Is no, that, but you can't. Reality? I mean, I think God, no, God is. gave us the ability to, of adrenaline that does kind of push does. everything out. And then you feel it afterwards like really bad. You think? But I think that's where superhero stories kind of came from. You know, if you, stories of crazy heroic acts where if, people did things. Yeah, for sure. Do you hear of people swimming like the, the you know, trying to escape Cuba to come to and swimming from Cuba to Florida? And things like that. I love like, it. Yeah. Now, you're taking the exception and making it the no. rule. Oh, okay. I'm just saying God's it's the possible. same. God's the same no, yesterday. Not, I didn't say it's Hold the rule. On. We're not God's the same God. yesterday, today, and forever. Uh -huh. I'm saying you get to swimming and you get to believe it. <laughs> and if a whale picks you up and carries you and spits you out, hey, you, you did God it. can you, do you, it. You got it. there. <laughs> You sound like the guy that prayed for the boat to come rescue him stranded in the middle of the ocean. Here comes a plank of wood. Here comes all this stuff. And then you're mad at God because he didn't send a boat. That's not the way the story goes. It's kind of like that. He's no, that's horrible. We, you know we, the, man's we, drown, we, the man's lost it. He's stranded in the ocean, and he's praying for God to rescue him. And a jet ski came by. And a jet ski comes by, and he's like, no, thank you and for then, offering, uh, and, but I'm counting on the Lord to save me. And then it goes away. And then, 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 a, then a dolphin. Here comes a motor. Then a, no, then here a dolphin, comes a motorboat. A dolphin came by. Then a motorboat. And then he says, no, nah, I'm waiting on the Lord. And then here comes a big freighter ship. <laughs> no, it was a car that he floats says, on water. He says, no, uh, thank you. Yeah, by Jared's weird way of telling <laughs> the story. All that to say, <laughs> I was withered pretty bad, uh, and I didn't think there was no way of getting life back into this body. Yeah, that's right. And God came through in a big way, so that's the whole purpose of this whole show. People are uh, people right. are like, he used those two characters to help you get back <laughs> to. They're yeah, like, right. if he can use them, he can sure yes. use us. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Jared. Uh, I guess we'll wrap it up. All right, Trace. On the next week, y'all. Can I close some prayer? Go buy a tractor. Jared, take it away. Lord, this, thank you so much for your word. 
Thank you for your uh, belief in us. Thank you for your agape love. Thank you, Lord, that we have the privilege to have a relationship with you, that you created us to have a relationship. And I just pray, Lord, that someone be encouraged through this discussion today, that if they feel withered or dried up, Lord, that you would fill their cup, that you would fill them through the uh, returning to your word and prayer with you in the service of people. Lord, just help us to never lose focus, to love you, to love people. And we just thank you for this awesome opportunity to be here with you and with our listeners. And we just praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. And amen. Acting a fool. Well, that's my passion.